So what is trauma? So trauma literally comes from a Greek word for wound or wounding. So trauma is a psychological wound. Trauma is not what happens to you. It's what happens inside you. That's Dr. Gabor Mate. And this is The Depression Detox Show. Hello, and welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Wednesday. I am grateful for you tuning in with me today as we have another great clip from returning renowned speaker, multiple time New York Times bestselling author and a highly sought after expert in the fields of addiction, trauma, stress, and childhood development. And in today's clip, Dr. Gabor Mate talks about the he talks about the inner workings of trauma, what trauma actually is and what it means. He also talks about the word triggered and what it actually means to be triggered, but he talks about it in a way that is much different than what you generally hear. So I'm excited for you to hear that portion of the clip. And then he discusses how trauma can disconnect us from our core feelings and what happens to us as a result of that disconnection. So I enjoyed finding this clip. I hope you like it. I hope it can help you or it can help someone that you know. So without further ado, let's jump right into this one with Dr. Gabor Mate. Enjoy. It is possible to identify with your trauma and make that into your personality, make that into your identification. Yeah, yeah. Which means that you're stuck in something that happened in the past and you can't move beyond it. So this, that's not what, but on, on the one hand, on the other hand, so trauma can get a bad rap that way. Yeah. On the other hand, we're not looking at trauma nearly enough. Um, so what is trauma? This is to the point where even though there is voluminous scientific research that's not even vaguely controversial, that shows the relationship between trauma and physical and mental illness, to the point that a, a British psychologist, a member of the British Academy, Richard Bental, said that the evidence, for example, linking childhood adversity trauma to adult mental health conditions is as clear as the evidence linking cigarette smoking to lung cancer. But despite that scientific fact, the average medical student never hears a single lecture on trauma, which is almost unbelievable, but they don't. Mm -hmm. So that means they don't know what they're looking at. So what is trauma? So trauma literally comes from a Greek word for wound or wounding. So trauma is a psychological wound. Trauma is not what happens to you. It's what happens inside you. It's not the... um, hit that you get is the concussion. So trauma is the, is the wound that happens inside you. So trauma, for example, in the very first chapter of the book, I talk about how when I was 11 months of age, I was given to a complete stranger in the streets of Budapest by my mother, and I didn't see her for six weeks. 
The trauma is not that I was given to a stranger. She did that to save my life. As a Jew, Jew was living under the Nazis, that's the only way she could keep me alive. So I didn't see her for five or six weeks. The trauma is not that she gave me to a stranger and I didn't see her. The trauma is the wound, which is what I made it mean in myself. What did I make it mean? The only thing that an infant can make it mean, which is that I'm not lovable and that I'm being abandoned and rejected. So that wound can show up 70 years later when something touches it. So a trauma is a wound. It's not what happens to you. It's what happens inside you. And the characteristics of the wound basically are twofold. One, if you touch it, it's very sensitive. That's when you're triggered. And by the way, this word about being triggered, I'm being triggered. Good thing you're being triggered because it means you get to examine yourself. Because the trigger is only a very small part of the mechanism for the trigger to do its work. There has to be explosive material inside you. Every time you get triggered, you get an opportunity to to examine what explosive charge, what ammunition am I still carrying from childhood that has just been triggered. So trauma, first of all, is, you know, if, if you touch the wound, it's very sensitive. The other aspect of a wound is that it scars over and scar tissue while it's protective, it's not live. It doesn't have growth capacity. So people who are traumatized get stuck at certain levels of emotional development. Um, Scar tissue has no nerve endings in it, so you don't feel. So people who are traumatized, to the extent that they're traumatized, they disconnect from their bodies, they disconnect from their feelings, which is not a bad thing, you see. Because if you take an extreme example, a child being abused, you can't run away. They are, you know, the, the healthy response is to fight back or to run away. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I know your experience, Joe, and, and, and could you have fought or, or, or escaped at that time? You couldn't have. So that the protective response is to disconnect from yourself. So that's the trauma in, in a sense represents the organism's automatic defense mechanisms. But then that disconnection from feeling it creates all kinds of problems later on in life, mental and physical illness. Or when the pain gets too much and you can't bear it, you have no way of dealing with it because you couldn't deal with it as a child and now you get into addictions to soothe the pain. So trauma disconnects you from yourself and that's the biggest impact of trauma, which means that now you're no longer leading an authentic life. And everybody in this room is committed to being authentic, and isn't it just a challenge? But why is it just a challenge? Let me ask you a question here. I'm just going to ask for a show of hands. How many of you had the experience of having a strong gut feeling about something, ignoring it, and then being sorry afterwards that you ignore your gut feeling? Just raise your hand. It's always the vast majority. You know what you just told me? The story of your childhood. Because you've never met a one-day-old baby who's disconnected from the gut feelings. So something happens. That something that disconnects us from our gut feelings is the traumatic experience. Now, I define, or at least I describe trauma as having two major categories. There's the big T trauma. The big T trauma is when terrible things happen to a child, such as the sexual abuse that Joe endured, such as the separation from a mother that I endured at age 11 months. Um, such as poverty or racism, such as 
being emotionally abused or neglected or a parent dying or a parent being addicted or a parent being mentally ill or a rancorous divorce that a child has to live through, violence in the family, a parent being mentally ill. These are the big T traumas. At least these are the big T traumatic events. But there's another way you can hurt people. Don't forget, trauma means a wound. You can wound people in two ways. One is by doing bad things to them, or you can wound children not by doing bad things to them, but by not needing their needs. Human children have evolved with specific needs. They're not just a blank slate on which you can write anything you want. They have certain emotional needs. As adults, we have certain emotional needs. For the healthy development of the human child, certain conditions have to be met. For example, an attachment relationship with the parents where the child is absolutely secure, absolutely safe and secure. Rest, which means that the child shouldn't have to work to make their relationship work. He, she, they shouldn't have to be pretty, compliant, smart, any of that stuff. They just have to exist. That's the need of the child. Ch children have to be given the freedom to experience all their emotions. Their, and our brains are wired for emotions, you see. Our emotional brain developed long before our intellectual brain and in the individual development of the human infant, the emotional brain develops before the intellectual brain. The emotional brain is the scaffolding for the intellectual brain. When the scaffolding is good, the intellect will serve the proper purposes. When that scaffolding is not good, the intellect can go rogue and be very brilliant and create a lot of evil. So that one of the essential needs of children is to be able to experience all their emotions, which we share with all other mammals, by the way, which include caring or love, um, fear, panic, grief, playfulness, curiosity, rage, anger. In any parenting, and this is the lot of, lot of the parenting advice that parenting experts, so-called, give moms and dads in this society, is that some emotions on the child, part of the child are acceptable, some are not. And they have to be discouraged and even punished. When you do that, you're forcing the child to make a terrible decision. If I'm myself, I won't be accepted. I won't have the attachment relationship. On the other hand, to have the attachment relationship, I have to suppress aspects of myself. That's why you all put your hands up. Because at some point you learned that in your family of origin, it was safer to belong than to be yourself. And then it becomes a lifelong struggle to get back to who we actually are. Big thanks to Dr. Gabor Mate for stopping by. I got this clip from YouTube and it's entitled, What No One Is Telling You About Trauma and Addiction. Gabor Mate and Joe Polish. And if you'd like to connect with Dr. Gabor Mate, you can go to his website, drgabormate.com. His Instagram is gabormatemd. And his latest book, which is a New York Times bestseller, which just came out a few months ago, is entitled The Myth of Normal Trauma, Illness, and Healing in a Toxic Culture. And we also had Dr. Gabor Mate on two previous episodes, and those episodes are numbers numbers uh, 188 and 284. 
four. So you can go back and check that out if you like. But I have all those links to everything I just mentioned, along with a link to the entire talk, as well as those two talks that I just mentioned. They will all be in the show description below. So you can go and check that out as well. And when you get a chance, please follow the show, share it or leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts. I truly, truly appreciate you taking out the time to do that. And that's a wrap for me. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you back here Friday to wrap up our last episode of the year with one of my favorite fellow podcasters and someone whom I truly admire. And his name is Rich Rowe. So can't wait for that one. And so until then, stay strong. Later.